Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. West Cork Beard Company make beard oil and beard balm for a strong, healthy, great looking beard handmade from all natural ingredients in Clonakilty, West Cork check out their YouTube channel for beard care tips and advice or catch them online at westcorkbeardcompany.ie for gooners everywhere this is the ultimate football app for you for match highlights, interviews and the best Arsenal videos and podcasts Download the free Gunners app now from the App Store and Google Play. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you may be. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast on Transfer Deadline Day. Wow, how exciting. Uh, or unless, of course, you're Arsenal fans like us, it's Monday. Um, a nil-nil draw with Manchester United at the weekend. Not a bad result, I don't think, but I'm sure we'll get into that later. West Cork Beer Company, down below in the description. Please support them. Um, kindly sponsors the channel. Thank you, Colin, uh, for everything you do for us. Link in the description below. And also uh, your link down there to the Gunners app, which is a very, very good app. And if you haven't got it yet, I uh, thoroughly um, advise that you get it. Let's go. We nearly done it the other week. We nearly got to 500 likes. So I'm going again. 500 likes tonight, please. If you're watching, if you're watching now, I should have 122 likes right away because uh, there's 122 of you in here. If you're watching on Catch Up, bang, hit it now. Thank you very much indeed. Good evening to you all in the chat box. I hope you're all very well. 
Um, I'm sure some of you have got the old. Uh, oh, do excuse me. I've got the old um, transfer deadline day going, and of course, look at look at the the theme tonight is the old yellow and black. Look at that! Look, looks good, doesn't it? Looks like you told me, Craig. I'd have got my yellow tie out. Oh, <laughs> put it on now if you want. No problem. Get it. Get it. Get it on. You showed us your yellow knickers, so that's all right. There you go. There you go. Don't knock it till you've tried it, Lee. The silk on the skin's nice. Um, joining us this evening, obviously, uh, the crew. Dan, how are you, mate? Yeah, very good. Cheers, boys. Um, I'm liking the transfer deadline day theme, mate. It's very good. Looking very good, mate. I like a bit right, of yellow man. and black. You'll like it even better. Army. You'll like it even better in a minute. Look at this. Look, 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 look. Go on. Oh. Breaking oh. news. Look at that. Look. Oh. 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 Going up in the world. Copyright. Going up in the world, aren't we? Um, we are, we are, mate. Harry, how are you, sir? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Um, it's been ahead of a Monday to... for you, I'd say, is it? Yeah, it's, it's one of the two busiest days in the year. So, um, yeah, it, it's, you know, you can take the busyness when it ends up in you signing Thomas Partey in the 11th hour. But today's been a little bit underwhelming, to be honest. And judges, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm good, thank you. I feel a little bit left out because is that a beard you're growing? So to, to join Harry and Dan, I, I feel a bit no, left no, out. No, no, just haven't had a shave. Just haven't had a shave. just haven't had a I've been working oh, in hospitality since... I've worked in hospitality since I was 15 and I've had to shave every day um, because I'm a bit of a hairy boy. And uh, I can remember when I was young, actually, um, one of the PE lessons. One of my first PE lessons at school, I walked into the showers. I thought I was some kind of freak. I was covered in air and all the other fellas are bald, as bald as the day they were born. But anyway, that's just a personal story. So now I've got a job where I don't have to have a shave every day. So I think, fuck it. I'm not going to. Oh, shit. There goes me 90 pence. Um, so I said, <laughs> I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm not going to have a shave um, if I don't have to. But it does get a bit, it gets a bit itchy after day three or four. So it does come off. Um, yeah, that's not going yeah, it's not long enough for a bit of oil anyway. Nah, not like the other two. Well, you look like you've had a shave. I've had a shave. Well, not, not on the old, not on the old uh, boat race, but on the... Um, on the on the, on the nut. Have, like, yeah, on the yes. old nut. On the nut. It's, it's not the same, not the same day of the old barbers, is it, like, you know? It's Can't not, it's the barbers not. These days. You can see... You can see with the other two down below, you know what I mean? They're, they're struggling. <laughs> they're struggling. <laughs> if you want some hair, Judge, I can send some your way, mate. Oh! <laughs> We're going to take it from your bum. <laughs> I've got, got more there than you've got in your head, mate, if you want that. <laughs> <laughs> you walked into that, man. Lee, let's start. Let's start with you this evening, mate. Uh, a nil-nil draw against yes. Manchester United um, at the weekend. I thought it was a, uh, I thought it was a good result. I think both teams could have won the game, could have nicked it there. I mean, when Laka hit the bar and Cavani somehow has put that one wide um, that he ran onto, not the not the volley, but the one that he ran onto there, it got mixed up mixed up in the middle. And I how oh, he's missed that. Well, anyone could have won the game, and I, it was good. Uh, I was quite impressed with us. I like the way I thought we thought we defended very well. I think the substitution that he made at half time, even though obviously Twitter went into meltdown, um, that Martinelli was taken off. I didn't think Martinelli played too great. I thought he was getting roasted by Rashford. 
um, every time he went down that wing. And I thought when William came on, he'd done a bit of a better job than Martinelli, to be honest with you. Yeah, listen, I'm going to say this now. When a team uh, was announced, I, I thought, oh, no, I was, without having second, it really hit me for six. I was really disappointed. Mm. And I thought, oh, well, we ain't going to win this game. Then when, when the actual game started and finished, you know what I mean? I, I, like, no, before the game started, I'd, I'd bit your hand off for a point. But once the game finished and started and finished, I was disappointed. But, you know, like thinking on reflection, it was a fair result, fair point. Uh, I thought, to be honest, it was a good game. I really enjoyed it. It was intense, nerve-wracking. I, I thought it could have mm. gone either way. Two fantastic saves in the game. Leno in the first yeah. half was a, was a wonder save, absolute mm. wonder save from Fred. And then in the second half, you know, De Gea done it for um, Smith Rowe. Um, probably, if I'll be honest, they had the better chances, if, if I'll be honest. But uh, Willian, I felt, had a good chance. But uh, all in all, I think it was a, was a fair result, a point. I think if... Um, if we was really to believe in getting top four and our aspirations for top four, I think we needed to win the game. But when you look at the team that they brought out, they had probably their strongest side and we had three or four players that were out, you know. So um, I think from that point of view, we'd have to say that it was a good point. And what, what we need now to do is to cement our next two games. We need to beat Wolves and we, we need to beat Villa. If we've got any aspirations of getting top four, we need Absolutely. to win those two games. But I, I think I thought it was a, a good game. I, 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 I'm going to be honest with you. If, if I was a Man United fan, I'd be a little bit more disappointed than us because I felt that we were there for the taking, not through our performances or that, just from the team. And I don't think they really went for it. I thought that they were a little, little bit cautious. Um, did he reset yeah. his router? No. <laughs> Look at the way it's frozen on his can face. You hear me? <laughs> I can hear you, mate. Yeah, but you're you're. Good. Would you uh, reset your router and come back in? Can you hear me? I can yeah. now. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I think yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, can, can you hear me you. or not? Yeah, I don't know what happened there. It was um, very weird, like you know, someone must have someone must have just uh, or a ten pm unit. <laughs> How dare him? Like, you know, so anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so all in all, a good point and a, a, a fair point. And, and, and I'll tell you what, another, another plus was the defensive performance. I yes. thought we defended well. Um, and I, I felt that, you know, look, listen, Dan Dan's gives them um, holding terrible stick. I, I don't understand why, you know what I mean, but he does. And uh, I thought we played pretty well that day. Harry, let's come to you, mate. Um, like I said, a point apiece. Um, the... <laughs> the game like Lee said it was it was a very enjoyable game and it was a game that I did enjoy I don't normally enjoy Manchester United games because you know I'm so want to beat them so much uh, Manchester United are a team who I actually hate with a passion um, and my hate will never dwindle for them it's just not not the team themselves just just their fans you know they, they will tell us that they you know they'll have us believe that they're the best team in the world um, they always have been and they always will be so I, I, when they, when they come to the Emirates or whenever we play Manchester United I want to win I want to win, don't, you know, I want to win any game but I want to win that game so much more um, a point apiece but it could have been a lot different Harry um, with Lacquer crashing that one off the bar yeah it could have gone like Judge said it could have gone both ways um, you know Arsenal technically I guess came the closest with with Lacazette hitting the underside of the bar with that free kick but you know, I think the two best chances in the game, I would say, fell to Edinson Cavani. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I've said it about Cavani in the past. His movement is unreal. And when you think about actually David Luiz and Rob Holding kept him quiet for the most part, you know, you got to give him, you got to give him credit. I know you guys mentioned Holding just there, but I thought David Luiz the other day was brilliant. He was great. Oh, you were man of the match. Yeah, he was brilliant, fully deserved. And I got a lot of stick actually on my preview show when I said that I'd leave him in the team instead of get, bringing Gabriel in. And and Mikel made the right decision in the end. I thought it was excellent. He was leading the team. I thought Arsenal, what I loved the most about this Arsenal performance was, although we didn't get all three points, it was the first time under Mikel Arteta, I think, barring the, you know, the cup semi-final and final, where we played against one of the so-called big sides. We were defensively sound for the most part, but we also struck that right balance between being solid defensively, but also carrying a threat on the counter-attack, creating chances of our own like we did in the start of the second half in particular. So I think it was nice to see the balance. I think we've got a system now that works and we've got to stick with it. And um, I think competing with Manchester United, who are supposed to be title contenders, I think will do our confidence the world of good. Absolutely. And of course, Dan, confidence breeds winning, mate. We go on to Wolves tomorrow. Um Wolves have hit an awful, awful spat of form um, mm. at the moment. A game, you know, that we'd, normally we, we we would be quite nervous about going to going to Molyneux. I would be anyway. Um, still kind of nervous, but I mean, it's a, when you see their current form, um, you know, you hope that we'd get the three points. But the Manchester United game, then, um, I thought Nicolas Pepe played really well, um, and I, I thought William done a good job as well when he came on. Yeah, I think you have to give players credit when they do play well. I think that overall, we're not a fan of some of these players. I have to say, I thought Granite Chaka was superb as well. Um, yeah, on Saturday night, I thought Chaka played really well. I thought David Luiz, who I'm still not a fan of, I thought was superb and rightly so got man of the match. Uh, me and Lee Judges have had our comments about Rob Holding as our first team centre-half, but I can't knock him. I thought he was great again. I thought some of the clearances were superb. Um, and I think that when you look at what, some of these youngsters have brought to the side that game when I saw the team I was really nervous about it because of the lacks of Pepe and we knew William was probably going to be used we didn't have Aubameyang we didn't have Saka we didn't have Tierney you know Gabriel and Pablo Marie still aren't fit Thomas Party uh, still is not fit uh, 100% in my opinion I thought he was quite poor. In he, was sloppy. Fight. he was very, very sloppy. sloppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously Granite Chaka, that's why I mentioned him because he played well. And I think that sometimes when you look at what we're trying to do, I've never been convinced, but the last two games I have seen some <laughs> form of style-ish. And I've always questioned what style we're playing, but I can see the higher press that apparently has been there all season, which I've not seen, but I have against Southampton and Manchester United. I really saw that. And I think that that came out quite, quite clear to see. I think Lacazette is getting himself more involved in some of these young youngsters. My only question mark, which I, I, I do have a worry over, is Mikel Arteta does not seem to rate Gabriel Martinelli. And the reason I say that is because I don't feel like he's wrapping him in cotton wool anymore because he's coming out now saying that it was tactical to take him off when he did. I don't quite understand why that was. But a lot of people that I was talking to about it seemed to think that it worked and thought that Willian and Pepe played better than what Martinelli did. So, again, I I, I just suppose it's it's not something I want to see because I'm a massive fan of this lad. I really mm. like Martinelli. Um, 
but obviously Mikel does not. So I think there's a couple of question marks still, but for me, it was a lot better. The last two games have been two of the most enjoyable to watch. Southampton was superb for me. Absolutely brilliant to watch. And I'm just a massive mm. fan of Smith Rowe. Yeah, I just think good, something about this kid that just looks to be, to me, like it could be something special. And I think it was Harry O'Lee on the last week's one said that Jack Grealish at this age was nowhere near as good as what Smith Rowe is. So could Smith Rowe be the kind of Jack Wilshire that we want? That That's all we, we hope for. Um, I was really impressed, to be honest, really impressed. And I have been the last few games. I'm not getting carried away like some people. I still think top four is miles off. But I do think that at the moment we need to to take these three games extremely seriously. Mm. If we want that, you know, people are telling me top four is very much on. It ain't very much on if we don't win the next three games. It's nine points or it ain't going to be on. So we need to make sure we get nine points in these three games because they are winnable, Craig. You yeah, know, absolutely. Leeds, Wolves and Villa, they're winnable games. So I let's hope we seven, can get that. Seven, seven is fine. If we get seven from the next three games, I'll be delighted. I mean, like, it is, I mean, we all sat here, you know, we all sat here a couple of weeks ago and, and I said that I thought top four was on and everyone, you know, went like this and you know, all that malarkey. Um, but with the results that have gone over the past couple of weeks, the results have bloody gone our way, boys. Um, you know, I mean, beat Lee, beat beat Wolves tomorrow and we go above Spurs. <laughs> Lee, Lee, Lee on WhatsApp telling me that I was deluded because Spurs had two games in hand um, well there you go the two games in hand have gone they've lost them both and on Tuesday tomorrow if we beat Wolves we could go above them Lee so I mean the results have well gone our way haven't they yeah and what what and, and what what did I say to that you know that's got to be backed up now by wins yes. against oh it, um, has. Against it Wolves, has it has Villa and Leeds and as Harry said, you know what I mean? Seven points is happy with that. That ain't going to get you top four. We've got to win win, win games. We've got to get on six, seven game winning streak, winning games. You know what I mean? Like, we've dropped points against Man United, um, even though it was a good point. What I'm saying now is we've got to get these results. And, and I think if we win our next three games, let's see where we are. Because as as because there are teams playing each other. I think Everton have got Man United coming up. I think that there's uh, Spurs-Chelsea. So there is... The games where we could get those points back and if we were to get those points if we were to get those if we were to win our next three games and we get nine points I don't think it would take us too much up the table but what it would do would get us closer to to the other teams and I think then we can have a we can assess it and see where we are from there because we've still got to play some some tough games coming up I think Manchester City after that and 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 so on, and I think Tottenham's coming up as well. So we've got some tough, tough games, and don't forget, in between that, we've got uh, the Europa League, which I think yes. we we've, we've got to prioritise. And I think that we've got Manchester City in between those two games, so it's going yeah, to be interesting to see what we what we do for that game. If he looks at it and thinks, well, if I play a full team, I still not might not beat Man City, so I might just rest a few here. What what worries me a little bit is, and I'm not <clears throat> I'm not knocking it here. We've we've seen Maitland Niles go out today. I think Willock's going out also today. It's going to leave us a little bit thin on the on the squad, which we've said needs rotating. You know, so uh, again, um, <clears throat> I'm so I'm a little bit worried about that. You know, you can see the money men probably as as uh, Harry quite rightly said wanted us out of the FA Cup because it don't make no money. I'm still never going to forgive uh, Arteta for that. But I think it's, you know, listen, I, I, it's a funny old season. I, I've got to say that. Now, I'm, I'm, 
I'll tell you what, the bookies must be having a field day at the moment, mustn't they? Because yeah. when you look at it, like, you know, a lot of people would have put like Everton as their banker against Newcastle, uh, you know, and all of a sudden well, Newcastle going to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would have, you, you, you would have done Leicester, Leicester to beat Leeds and all, wouldn't you? Leicester yeah, and Everton, I had. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, so there's, 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 a, there's a, there's one every week. And, and I'll tell you what, though, I don't know if you, the way Newcastle beat Everton, it was 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 unbelievable. So yeah. there's no easy games in this Premier League. You know, I watched them. I'm going to be honest with you. Like I, I thought, oh, Spurs are beat Brighton. So I was watching a bit of telly, and then someone said, "Hell, oh, they're one 0 down." I thought, hey, I've got to jump on that. Jump on that. Let's have a little look. I'll watch uh, it. They're Brighton. awful. Yeah, but Brighton Spurs were awful. good. Yeah, yeah. Spurs were awful, but Brighton were good. You know what I mean? Fourth yeah. from bottom of the league. You know, and uh, probably should have won by more. Um, and and I didn't see the Spurs capitulation coming, if I'll be honest, you know. But then when you a, a great point made by uh, Graham Soonish yesterday, I, I love Graham Soonish. I think he's right, you know, good in everything that he says. Turned around and said, "Look, when uh, Liverpool lost to Burnley, no doubt Klopp went in there in that dressing room and tore into them. There's no well, two ways it. about that." But then when he come out, he turned around and said, "Look, it's my fault. Um, you know, it's all down to me, don't me." Now, if I was a player watching that. I would turn around and go, look at him out there, look, taking a bullet for us. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't going to let him down again. He's He's gone out there, fronted it up and put it all on my show, on his own shoulders. And, you know, you think, right, I'm not letting him down again. And then you look at Mourinho, he comes out. Oh, player's fault, bad defending, bad this, bad that. And if you're a player, you're going to go, look at him out there. And I think mm. that's what's happened with Spurs. I think that they've just, um, you know, and, and it happens with him all the time. So, and long may it continue. Oh, I love it. You know what I mean? So oh, absolutely, uh, it's great. Oh, well, I, I, I'll be honest. I, one of my Spurs, mate. I've got to say this, right? And and um, I don't, I don't mean this to be nasty. And he wasn't being nasty when he said this. But when my dad passed away, he he phoned me up, right, like, and said, "You know why your dad's passed away, don't you?" So I said, "No, why is that?" And she says, uh, "Because he knows Spurs are going to win the league this year." Right? That's what he said to me, like you know what I mean? So, right, and and he, and he phones me up every week, going, "Spurs are this, Spurs are that." I ain't seen. I haven't heard him for two, two, three weeks. Of course, you haven't. Of course you haven't. I'm going to have to phone the police up because I think he yeah. might be missing or something like. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and that's what they're like. This they they get on your back and like, oh, I and it's great. Not one of them's come in the shop today. It's no. fantastic. It's fantastic. all my friends who support Spurs have gone missing on Facebook. Can't find any of them. It's, yeah. it's the best. It's the best thing going, isn't it? When they lose, the old Spurs fans disappear. Yeah, it is great. They're the best. They're the title best challenge ain't too good, is it? Nah, best magic act in the acting in, well, in the world. Then, first, that's what happens when you win the league in November. You know, the drop-off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. um, Harry, if <laughs> I sat here a couple of weeks ago and said to you that we'd get 17 points out of the next 21, you would have laughed at me, mate. Um, you would have said I was mental. Uh, six clean sheets from seven. And 17 points from the last 21. Now, we can all sit here and say, Mikhail Arteta this, Mikhail Arteta that, we're still 10th, we're still 10th. I think that league table at the moment is so congested um, with, you know, from kind of 6th to 10th. Uh, you could go even a bit more. It's given a bit of a false, I know people say that the league table never lies, but I think it's given a bit of a false indication uh, to how, how good we've been in the last few weeks and how much Arteta really has turned this season around. Yeah, the, the league table doesn't lie at the end of the season. It can yeah. lie during the season, can't it? And um, the, the thing is, 
yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I don't think a lot of people expected um, Arsenal to, you know, to pick up the points that they have, to go on the run they have. And I'm really kind of, I'm pleased that it's gone the way it's gone. And I'm, I'm looking at their side. And as I touched on earlier, I'm looking at the balance of it. I'm looking at um, the selections and I'm agreeing with them more because I feel like maybe he stumbled on it. Maybe it just came out of sort of enforced changes, but it feels like he's come across what is his best team now. And, that, and that's really, really important. I think we were talking about what we need from the next three games. I think seven points is enough because of the nature of this season. Judge mentioned it. You know, you're talking about Chelsea Spurs meeting this week. You're talking about Man United Everton coming up. Man United are at home to Southampton. Uh, the game after that, I think. And Man United have been terrible at home this season. And they're two very capable sides. So because everybody's dropping points, that's why I've got so much sort of positivity about the chances of making the top four. And and let's not forget as well, right, that if Arsenal finished sixth this season, it would be an improvement on last season. If Arsenal finished six points off of the top four, still be an improvement on last season. So that's what we can we can ask for at the moment. You know, we've you you made a great point on the last one, Craig, where you said um you said that Mikel Arteta's rebuild is beginning now. And you're absolutely right, because it looks as though we've got rid of of all of that little click now, you know, the the kind of players that you don't want hanging around a football club. They don't have a future here. We all knew that. They were all going to leave at the end of the season anyway. But just doing it now, I think, will, will help team spirit. I think it will help uh, lift the place. And it makes it clear, doesn't minute. it? You like these players. You told me they were good players. What's going on now? You're upset. They're going. When did I say... When did I say I like these players? If you can cut out a clip... If you can cut out a left back... Yeah, he's a better left back than no left He's not that bad, Mustafi. Dan, you're harsh on him. I said, say a Kolasinac is better than no left back. I said he's better than no left back, which I said time and time again. And Shkodran Mustafi... Shkodran Mustafi... It's a little version of Ty and Claude, isn't it? Shkodran had to go because his contract's coming to an end and he's not committed to the football club. So it had to be done. Doesn't mean he's as bad a player as some people have made out over the years. You know, it's no, it's, it's fact. It's fact. You don't achieve what Mustafi's he's, achieved in the game. He's right, Dan. I've got, I've got to say, he's right. Mustafi, yeah. people are saying Mustafi's the worst signing we've ever made and all that exactly. business. And I also, don't think he was the worst signing we ever made. We went, I mean, I can remember when we went on, was it a nine-game unbeaten run when he was in the team and everyone was going, oh, this German lad, oh, we had lost a game with him in the middle. And when and he got also, left out, everyone was like, oh, no, we've left out Mustafi. We're going to lose. And also, considering that these two here, wait, that side and up there, called us dumber and dumber, that's right. You, and then they're going to call out <laughs> on our opinions. Jesus Christ. Give it a rest, man. Give it a rest. No, look. No, we, I'm we've moved out. Dumber and dumber. You haven't, <laughs> you haven't said nothing yet to go on. Uh, nothing's changed. Well, hold on a minute. I'm no, just nothing's gonna, changed, um, hold on. except 17 points, one out of 21. No, and seven, oh, teams no, teams no, hold on. I'm just going to have a look at the lead table. This should, hold on, that sorry, wasn't what you called us dumber and dumber for. That's not what you called us dumber and dumber for. We're actually 10th for the moment. We're 10th, we're but we're going for top four. Dumber and dumber, I, dumber, I dumber. think it's all right to be out of the FA Cup. That's all I'm saying, Dumber I'm with you, Judge. I'm with you, Judge. Thank you very much. When did we say that? I'm not too disappointed that we're out of the FA Cup. I'm not bothered by that. I wasn't too disappointed. Three points against Southampton's more important for me. Yes, it is. 
And, yeah. and when, we've got, when we've got a nice weekend off next weekend, and every, and all those teams uh, in the FA Cup are playing. That is it, damn you, right. I in midweek. You should know that. It's dumber and dumber. So why is Arsenal, right, okay, right. let's have a look at Arsenal's fixtures then, Judge, because I'm dumber right now, right? Let's have a look at the fixtures. <laughs> So why have yeah? So Arsenal, Arsenal have got a whole week off. That's what I just said. So we play on Saturday the Feb, Saturday February the sixth, Saturday February the sixth, and Sunday February the fourteenth. I just said Arsenal have a week off, a week with no games. That's seven days. In case you didn't know, Saturday to Sunday that's eight days. There you go. It's a week off, mate. But you can't. Anyway. I mean, like, I know in the WhatsApp group, you you know, you you're saying that top four isn't on. But if you look at that league, ta- if you look at that league table, and like you've just said, and Lee have just said, if we win our next three games, it is bloody on. It definitely problem, is on. The problem I've got is mathematically, we can still win the league. So do we sit there and say that? No, 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 Dan. Come on, come no, on, come on. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. No, no, no. Just hear me out. It's been just top four. Up. We've always been talking about top four. Just None hit, of us just have mentioned winning the league. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. So mathematically, we can still win the league. So we should be looking to win the league then because mathematically, we can still get top four and that should be the league's ambition. I'm just saying that although it's mathematically possible to win the league and to come top four, I don't see it because the amount of people that have got games in hand on us is but crazy. That's, that's gone. That is gone, mate. I think Everton have got one. That's gone. All those games in hand are gone. Tottenham have got none on us now. Tottenham have still got one. Everton have got one. So What league table are you looking at, Craig? Yeah, there's about there's loads, mate. Leeds and Palace win their games in hand. We go down to 12th. But again, it's it's hearsay, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. It's not about that, no, Dan. It's it's not about that. This is the point. We've got a game in hand, Ivory. This is... This why is are we not? No, what I want to know about is Harry. Why are we sitting here arguing, and why are we not talking about seventeen points one out of the last twenty-one, and six clean sheets out of the last seven? We've all sat here and we've all said, "Oh, no, 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 no. I don't, know, don't know about Mikhail Arteta. I'm not too sure about Mikhail Arteta. He has turned that's it round. Yeah, he's turned it. That's round. what I'm saying. He's turned it round, Dan. Craig, this is what I'm saying. It's, it's, look, we're seventeen points out of twenty-one, right? In the whatever it is, yeah. And where's it got us up the table? Not a lot. That's what we've got to do. It's just being realistic. That's all it is. It's being realistic. We've got to do that again to to be standing any chance of getting in the top four. That's what I'm saying. We've got to win our next 10 games. We've got to win eight of them. Mm. And, you know, it's a tough ask. It's definitely on. What what annoys me is uh, when you're watching other Sky Sports yesterday and things like that, they were saying, oh, Chelsea... Still got a chance of winning the league, uh, getting into the top four. Like, you know, I mean, our Chelsea now have changed their manager. Still got a chance of getting in the top four. You know, I look they at didn't Chelsea. Mention us. Didn't mention us. Though, no. We're only same, two points same, behind them. Same, same points, and we're two behind two points behind them. And also, they're going to Spurs next week. You know what I mean? So, in theory, we should be in a better position. In but I tell you why they don't mention Arsenal. Right? It's because you can't trust Arsenal. Exactly. Because that. you don't know what you're going to get, and that is the thing. And, and hold I, on, not, hold what on. I want to see now is hold on, I'm, I'll, hold on, Harry. You can have your say in one second, right? What I'm saying is, right? If Arsenal go and win against Wolves, go and beat Villa, go and beat Leeds, I'm going to say, do you know what? 
I'm trusting what I'm seeing here because they're doing it consistently. The one it's good gone. thing going for Arsenal at the moment is they're not conceding goals. And that is a big, big thing. Seven, six games without conceding a goal. That's a platform to go on and win those games. Let's get them. But why, Always why, Arsenal. No, 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 no. Okay. Every time we have the chance to go above Spurs, we mess it up. Every single time. You know what I mean? We've got a chance to, to do it on Tuesday night. I, I will... Gonna, I, in fact... If we win on Tuesday night and we win next week, I'm never ever calling you dumb and dumber again. There you go, like you know. There you go. <laughs> you you're saying there. That, one second, Harry. You're saying there that um, you, you'd you'd start enjoying it again if you won our next three games. But like, we no, I've start believing. But why can't you start believing now? We've just won 17 out of 21. That league table is 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 because that league table is so congested. Place. We're tenth, right? But we're 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 so close to being up to fifth, and we were so close to being up to sixth and fifth. That league table yeah, is so. You're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm saying I am listening to what you're saying. I am listening to what you're saying. We need to do that run again. You keep coming right? back saying we're tenth, we're tenth, we're tenth, we're tenth. Yes, we are tenth. But what I'm saying is, it's so marginal that we're tenth. Hundred percent. But if we lose to Wolves, we'd be more. We'd be fifteenth. That's what I'm saying, Craig. We've got to get these wins. You yes, but I mean? no, I, I, I agree with you there. But what I'm saying is, you're saying that you'd start to enjoy and trust it. But we've come so far from six, seven weeks ago. Why? 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 My question to you. I'm not even a go. I'm just saying. I want. I want. No, I want your thoughts. Why can't? Why are you not trusting it now? Because I've seen what's happened before Christmas. I've seen us lose and lose and lose, and it's been a poor, poor run. Yeah, and I, for whatever reason, Harry alluded it to earlier on. Whether it was, whether it was out of luck or whatever. Arteta's picked the players and everything like that, and it's going well. I still have my reservations about things when Martinelli keeps coming on and off, and also Hector Bellerin continues to play. You know what I mean? Like on a couple of occasions in a game against Man United, he nearly got caught out because of bad touch and whatever. So once I see what's going to go, certainly what I'm going to see in the transfer window, what I'm seeing in the transfer window is a lot of players and a lot of wages going out at this mm -hmm. moment in time, with players out. Now, there's rumours are that um, Saka's not going to be available tomorrow. Tierney's not going to be available tomorrow. So, we're, we're, you know, we need to bring in a couple of other players as well, which it doesn't look like we're going to do. So, we're, we're, we're putting ourselves in a position of, of lightness, and that has to be said. And, um, you know, we're gonna, it looks like we're going to go into this um, next six months without a, 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 a left-back to back up Tierney, who is... Whatever way you look at it, not reliable week in, week out. So there's a little few little doubts. But my, my motto is, I want to see us win these next three games. As we've both alluded to, are winnable games. If we win those games, which we, if you want to be in a top four, you, no excuses what Harry's saying. I love Harry to death. Seven points he's happy with. If you want to get top four, you've got to have nine. No, no. If, you, if you're looking at the way the Premier League season's gone and the fixtures that are coming up, I'm saying that, in my opinion, I think seven still stands us in good stead. Obviously, I want nine. Obviously, I want the maximum. Of course I do. But then you you, you can't... One minute you're saying... You should be delighted for seven well, points, Harry. I've got it on. I've got it here. I've recorded it. I'll be absolutely <laughs> delighted 
with seven points. Well, you I don't even know how to turn your bloody mobile on. phone on, let alone record what I said. I'm on it on record now. I will be but absolutely me, delighted with nine points. Let me nine. say something. Let me say something. You can't you can't sit here and slag off Sky Sports for not including Arsenal in the top four race when you two are sitting here writing us off yourselves and I'm your Arsenal supporters. That's number one. That's number one. Number two, you're getting on to Hector Bellerin, who's been part of a defence that don't bloody concede goals. What, what's the problem with Hector Bellerin? There is no problem with Hector Bellerin. No, no, but did you Gabriel see... Martinelli, as much as we all love him, when he came off the pitch on Saturday, Arsenal became a great, a far greater attacking force when he was off the pitch and William was on instead of him. Yeah, he did. I what, about the, what about the header from Rashford? But, what about the header from Rashford? Rashford? Just about a bang in the yeah, ball. Yeah, that's a good piece of defending. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, no one mentions that, do they? But yeah, I but I'm, I'm, not slagging, I'm not the one slagging off Martinelli or slagging off Arteta's decision. <laughs> I'm simply saying Martinelli came off and Arsenal were a better attacking force. It's not to say he's, he's a bad player. I don't like him. Not On the day, it wasn't working. On the day, no, it, Martinelli yeah, wasn't listen, working. Listen, I think better. I'm going to say this now. I thought, you know, people would have criticised... Listen... Fine margins, Harry, as you well know. If he, if he wins that, if if he'd have lost that game, a lot of people would have slagged him off and taken Martinelli off for William. I personally think it was the right thing to do and he'd done well. Right, you know? So I, I, I'm, I'm saying that. Listen, you can, call, you can call me and Dan whatever you want. I'll call you dumber and dumber. No problems, right? You know what I mean? But the fact of the matter is that we want Arsenal to get top four. There's no two ways about that. I'm desperate for it to be there. But I'm not convinced at this moment in time. It's a tough ask. I hope we're wrong. I'm the same. I hope I'm dead wrong. No, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying it's going to happen. Being... But I'm just trying to be... You know, I'm just... For, for, for what we've been seeing and the way we've been feeling this season, it's kind of filling me with with optimism that we could mm. actually do it. And I'm sorry, but could. I'm an Arsenal fan. I look at the league table and I think, do you know what? This is bloody on because it is. We could do it. 100% we could do it because it's a crazy season. Um, it's just about being realistic with this squad, which I think is paper thin. Um, and the problem I've got at the moment is when I see the Willians coming in, it worries me. Um, and we're getting rid again of some of the players now that were on the bench to bring on. And now are we going to bring it like more young kids um, mm -hmm. on again? I don't know the, the, the question to that. Um, I'm glad, however, that we've got rid of some of the outgoings, which I'm sure we'll come on to in a minute. But I think to being realistic about where we are currently, if Leeds and Palace do win that game, we go back down to 12th. Yes, but it is close. And although we could you be should. down to 12th, we still could, if we win that for the next three games, go up to the to fight for European places. I just don't see personally that this squad is good enough to get into the top four. I might be wrong. Fair, I hope I enough. am. I hope we've, I also, am. we've also been to Anfield. We've been to Manchester City. We've been to Old Trafford. We've been to Everton. You know, we've been to Leeds. Uh, yeah. We've been to Spurs. So that all comes into it as well. And yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's you know, a good point. But that's, it don't matter if you, lose, if you do that and then you go and lose to Burnley and Wolves at home. Oh, that's agreed, not a problem. Agreed. So we have to make sure that we win these games, Harry. So these next three games are massive for us because at that time you'll see, I think Tottenham have got Chelsea, Man City got Liverpool. There's some big, big games coming up for, in over these next three games. So nine points, seven points, whatever it be, we need to make sure that we're not taking one or two points away from these next three games. That's but all I'm you, saying. If you're talking about being realistic, which you're kind of like suggesting that we're being too optimistic, right? But then you're looking at a game away to a, a very good Aston Villa side 
and you're staying, you have only one. You're staying, you have only you're saying one, that we have to get form. three points. If we, great form, though, are they? if we Villa. beat Wolves and we beat Leeds and we drew at Aston Villa, would you not still think that we're on the right path? Yeah, well, we're on the right. Uh, well, Harry, we're on the right path, path now. Definitely on the, the right, right path, path now. now. But yeah. I'm just saying. Listen, I hope we go on this run. Absolutely, I'm just saying. I don't see it happening. I don't feel like while going into these games thinking that is definitely 100% nine points, but I'm saying that if you want us to get top four, like you're saying, we've got a chance to, we have to. We can't stop dropping more points. We've already lost eight games, man. We can't lose like another yeah, three or four. Me and Harry Barrett. totally agree with you in yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. But, 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 called wise on the But what I'm saying is, I don't see why like me and me and Harry would get the flack because we actually believe that we, we can do it. That's, that's all I'm saying. Um, just before we go on, I want to bring these super chats in. This is from Pids1990. Thank you very much for your kind donation. She says she's starving to death here with no cheese. Um, a reference to Mark, I believe. Must be. Uh, Mark's on a night off. Mark's on a night off. Craig, just a quick one. Craig, just a quick one, mate. Just in response to Dan's point about us losing... Uh, eight games already. Man United lost eight games last season, finished third. Do you know how many Chelsea lost in fourth? Twelve. Twelve. So it is still very much on. This one comes in from Unique79, um, a long-time viewer. Thank you very much for your support, mate. Thanks for the kind donation. Uh, what do you think of Arsenal letting a few players go on a free? I feel we missed out on a lot of money. Yeah, we were going to come to that, but we'll start on it. Judges, um, a lot of people have said... You know, I see a lot of people on Twitter giving out that um, we didn't get any money for these players, but then they're the same players. They're the, they're the these people are the same people that just want who want out, who want them out. So on that, I'm going to say for the Mustafi, the Klosniak, Ozil, um, them three, I'll take a hit on them. Get yeah, out. Um, yeah, you know, I think I think it's pretty obvious that they would have click um, the three of them. Uh, that that was going on, you know, with this click that's been spoken about in the dressing room and, and around the club. Um, I'm not too disappointed that we, we that we're not getting money for them. Are you? No, yeah. Well, in, in one way I am, one way or another. When, I, what makes me laugh a little bit is when I, I hear people saying it's a fantastic window. It's a fantastic. It's cost us like millions and millions, yeah, millions, millions of pounds. But then I, I can see, I can see where they're coming from. We've just yeah, saved. I, I can uh, see after, when when the when the when the window closes tonight, I think we've saved something like six hundred and ninety grand a week on uh, wages. Yeah, it's massive. I I haven't saved I haven't saved nothing on it. I want to see us be be successful. You know what I mean? Not in tenth in the league, but that's that, that's me. At the end of at the end of from 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 my point of view, like, from my point of view, yeah, we've got rid of them. I'm quite, but I'm not going to gloat in and turn around and say that's a fantastic transfer window. It would be a fantastic transfer window if we'd have been brought in about three three new players that would challenge, would help us challenge for to, for the title next season. So it's 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 as 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 my great friend my great friend down there Wiser just said that this is a good window to get rid of the players out, right? And that's what we've done at, for us to to get things done in the summer and we're going to really hit it big time next next season. And I think that's what we're looking to do. Um, and we've got a lot off the wage bill. I think, you know, within the next... Uh, uh, do you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if Mari's fit and available tomorrow. You know what I mean? Because um, we've, we've, got, we've earned the money, you know. It'd be unbelievable if he's on the bench. <laughs> He is actually he is actually in contention to return. Oh no, it's fit and available. <laughs> it's unbelievable. 
But there you go, because we're saving all this money, we can pay the fee. So, um, you know, uh, he'll probably be on the bench for the next six games. <laughs> he won't come on. But anyway, like, yeah, I mean, that's another story. But listen, I don't, when, it, when I look at it as a transfer window, it's fantastic we've got all these players off. The reason we've got all these players off because we give them away. It would have been a fantastic window if we'd have actually got some money for them. That would have been a fantastic window, but we're off the book and that's it, like, you know. Harry, well, I, 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 hold on a minute. I hope Matthew paid for that comment because that is that is swinging. <laughs> Nigel, where are you? And show me a bit of respect, Matthew, please. <laughs> oh, uh, for, the people, for the people who are listening on audio um, a comment has just come in to say is Lee Judge is demonstrating the after effects of the COVID-19 vaccine he's, he looks like he's ready to pop <laughs> I think that's actually quite um, quite tame um, to be honest Arsh. very harsh uh, Harry what would you say on that about not making money out of these players that have gone we were never no, going to be highly delighted. <laughs> we were never going to make money on them because they're all, all of their contracts run out in the summer. So who in their right mind was going to come to Arsenal and pay a transfer fee for those players when they could get them in a few months for free? Ultimately, those guys have gone and Arsenal have saved money in them going. So if Arsenal had kept them and paid their contracts out till the end, then Arsenal would have spent more money. So I know we yeah. didn't directly get money in. We have just, saved money by doing it. I just want to stop you there because I want to bring this one in. But, you know, Ben brings up a, a good point there. If we're terminating all these contracts, why didn't we do it in the first week of October? Because Great point. Because what you need to do to get the player to accept the terms that you as the club want, you need to back them up against the wall, right? So Shkodran Mustafi, for example, okay, he's got an opportunity now to sign for Schalke. Okay, Socrates wasn't doing anything. And, and you've got to think, if you're Mustafi, and in particular if you're Socrates and Ozil, who aren't even in the squad, then your stock as a footballer is falling every single day that you're not involved in football matches. So those players were worried um, and got to a point where they had to, they had to concede. They had to concede, didn't they? They had to concede in some way. And they've agreed to take less money than what the rest of their contracts were worth so that they can go now, so that they can find clubs, so that they can move to other countries and get their families settled in, whatever. If you don't do it, at, you do it at the end of the transfer window because that's when they're in a position where they'll just kind of back down a little bit. It's just business. Hmm. By Dan the way, Tony, Tony Fine drinks at work, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what, though, right? Do you know what, though? As much as, as, much as uh, you know, Lee's made that comment, I totally get where Tony's coming from in a way. And the reason I say that is because we need to get rid of those players because mm. not just they were they giving us a load of we weight. We have sat here, Dan, for weeks and weeks Ages. and weeks saying, get this, get the email, get this fellow out, get this fellow out, get that fellow out. Now they're gone. We're saving, right. you know, we're saving near on 700 grand a week and everyone's going, oh, well. We could have yeah, got money that? because they suck, for one. And two, nobody in their right mind would want to be giving them the wages that they were on. So I think that is good business, just clearing them out. And then that gives us the kind of free platform for Arteta and Edu um, to go and get the summer recruitment sorted because we've got all that wages off the bill. So that's brilliant stuff as far as I'm concerned. So I do see it as a fairly successful transfer window. And the reason I say that is because not just those players have gone, we've got a backup keeper who's better than Runnison, who, the, by the way, is injured. <laughs> um, we've got Martin Odegaard who's come in, who's given some competition for Smith Rowe. 
So personally, I don't think it's actually a terrible transfer window. It's not by any means the best we've ever had, like some people are saying, but it's not a dreadful transfer window. I think these players needed to be shifted on months ago, years ago. I've never been a Mesut Ozil lover. Harry knows what I think about Kalasinac and Mustafi, and you all do as well. So for me, it's been okay. The only one thing I will say that I'm a little bit worried about is as much as I don't rate them highly, I thought Maitland-Niles and Joe Willock could have been a little bit of a two squad players and they're now not going to be. So it'll be interesting to see who does come in uh, on the bench for those. Is it going to be a Mola, a Balogun or Aziz um, if they are doing well in under 23s? Maybe. And that could give them their, their chance to come on and impress in an Arsenal shirt. But listen, the, the transfer window, will I, I think left back cover was, was kind of rumoured over the next couple of hours, but I can't see anything happening there. I don't know if Harry's heard anything different, um, but I personally believe that we'll be doing most of our, our ins in the summer now, um, in my opinion. Yeah, look, there's plenty of time to go. What, we've got, what was it, it's over 11, isn't it? So we've got three, yeah, four, Jordan, four, Jordan three, three hours. One. Uh, Jordan Amavi, have you heard anything about that, Harry? The the left back from, he was no, at Villa Marseille. I was saying to Craig uh, before we went on there, I don't, I don't expect there to be a deal tonight. You know, if if um, we get like a Matty Ryan style thing where it just pops up out of the blue, <laughs> great. But at, at the moment, I don't see anything happening. But also as well, we've got to be cautious about our expectations for the summer, right? Because you've got to remember how much revenue the club has lost uh, mm. because of everything that's going on in the world right now. So, you know, Arsenal, not the only club, of course, but when the summer comes, I find it hard to believe there's going to be this massive spending spree. You've got to accept as well that we were... We were paying Champions League wages when we were in the Europa League. So by saving a lot of wages like we have, Arsenal will backfill some of that by bringing in new players, but they won't go back up to the limit because then they'll be operating at a loss again. And then they haven't got their finances back in order. So it's pointless shipping out all those players if you're then going to go and overspend on others. So I think the the summer window is very much dependent on what we achieve this season, i.e., can we make it in the Champions League? If we can and that extra finance is coming our way, then you can look forward to the window. If not, I still think, you know, we, I feel we'll probably see the Cronkies contribute, like help out like they did with the Partey deal to do some business, but it might not be this mega window everyone thinks we're going to have. I think yeah, we might see point. some outgoings as well. I think we might see some more outgoings still. I'll be amazed if Lacazette's still wearing an Arsenal shirt because I don't think he deserves the 300k a week he's going to ask for contract. If he don't sign, he's going to have to go. Um, and Bellerin, you know, he, there's a lot of interest in Bellerin apparently. So I think we could get some some money still for outgoings and then we will be able to spend that on some of the people in the chat talking about Bissouma, talking about Buendea. You know, I don't think it's still going to be the, the 150 50 millions yeah. I think it'll be you know, 20 million here and there you know yeah, I think it's very important that Mikhail Arteta goes into the Premier League market um, so and, 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 and finds us you know and finds us a few gems because there is um, a few gems um, floating about the names you've just mentioned and especially Matty Ryan I was delighted with me signing him because I think he's yeah. you know I think I think he's a good goalkeeper and the best thing about it oh he's an Arsenal fan um, through and through so Good to have him here. Lee, um, how good is it to see Aubameyang smiling in training today um, after his little yeah, uh, yeah. back to, I think he went well, to, back to Gabon, didn't he? His mum's not very well. Um, obviously delighted to hear that uh, she's getting better um, and that he's come back and he's rejoined his teammates. Um, and hopefully uh, we'll see him back tomorrow. Yeah, that'd be the interesting one. Does he start tomorrow or, is he, or will he be on the bench? I think probably be on the bench coming on, I, I, would, I would imagine. But uh um, you never know with uh, with Mikel Arteta. I, I think it's nice to get, especially if uh, the rumours are that um, 
obviously Tierney and uh, Saka are not going to be available. So that would be a good good thing to have. I think we missed him on Sunday because I felt that... Uh, sorry, Saturday. I, I felt in, in that game, if uh, he'd have been in the side, someone just off the shoulder was more important yeah. against uh, against um, Man United than someone like Lacazette. I felt that we needed that ball over the top for someone to go in. I, I, I have no doubt in my in mind, through. no doubt in my mind, if Saka, Tierney and Aubameyang were playing on Saturday, we'd, we'd have won. No doubt. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it would, we, we might have. But so it's it's just no, it'd be nice to have him available. Like hopefully he will be available, and um, because whether it be from the bench twenty minutes to go from the end, I probably that would I would think probably after missing a week or so of training, I think like maybe that's where we go. So it's just nice to see him back in the squad, like you know. Absolutely, uh, Harry. On a Bamiang, would you like? I told you about Tony Fane drink. He, they're only on the shots at lunchtime. Tony's now, definitely, definitely had drinks now, hasn't he, Tony? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was to see him in the chat room, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great to see a Bamiang uh, back in training. I know the club had some issues um, getting it sort of all sorted because they haven't directly said it, but it appears that he obviously went abroad. Um, rightfully so. The reasons were were genuine, and the reasons were serious enough to warrant that. There's no doubt about that. Um, but yeah. Um, great to see him back in the squad. And I think he just adds that little bit of, I know he hasn't always been on top form this season, but he got that, uh, he he performed really well in the last game, didn't he, before he went off and you thought, yeah, Aubameyang's back and it was a little bit frustrating to lose him the way we did, but delighted to see him back in the side. I don't think he'll play from the start tomorrow. I'd be very surprised if he does because of the, the amount of training he's missed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's see. Dan, Aubameyang uh, to start tomorrow. Um, do you reckon he'll start? And another player that um, I'm wondering who might start tomorrow, possibly start tomorrow, is, of course, Martin Odegaard um, might get a start tomorrow. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him. If 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 Saka isn't 100%, um, like they're saying, I believe he actually did train with Aubameyang today. I might have got that wrong. Don't quote okay. me on it. But I believe both of them did did train. Um, but I'd like to see Odegaard on the right and see what he can do cutting in on that left-hand side because we've seen it with Pepe that it doesn't really work for him. So let's see if that's what the style that Arteta would like. Then let's see what Odegaard can do from the right because mm. apparently he plays there also. Um, so I'll be interested to see that. Um, I'd like to see Martinelli again. I know it didn't work out for him, but I do think there's a player there. I just wonder if Martinelli is more of a central a player than a winger. I like when he's up top. I think that's the long-term solution there as a striker, in my opinion, yeah, for a replacement yeah. of Aubameyang. Massively agree. Massively agree. Yeah. And I think that with Aubameyang, if he does come on, then I hope he continues his form where it left off at Newcastle because there's a, such a good player there that we've got, you know, and he's proven it for the last few years. We clearly know now that, that was mentally something wasn't right and there was stuff going on personally. So let's hope he's in a better headspace now because we need him, man. If he would have been scoring, yeah. you know, we've seen what could have happened last season without Aubameyang. We could have easily been in the, the bottom half, you know, um, and that's where we have been for the majority of the season when he hasn't been scoring. So now that we're back up there in, in the top half of the table, let's hope Aubameyang gets on firing us up Absolutely. into the top four like you boys. Like you boys yeah, have. let's hope so. Let's hope so. I mean, it does kind of make sense now, doesn't it? Why why Aubameyang? Um, yeah. You know, I'm not calling him out or anything because it's a, it's a massive thing to have on your mind, uh, your mum being sick, you know. Um, it, it does put it into context now about how or why he was he was playing so poorly and perhaps he had that on his mind. Um, Lee, uh, Maitland-Niles has gone on loan to West Bromwich Albion, mate. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I've, I've had a little think about that today. You know, t- two things can happen to that. You know, um, 
Maybe Mikel is looking to, to next season, get them some Premier League experience so they're ready for next season. Willock as well, because I think everybody's been saying the same about Willock. He needs to have a loan spell. I think Nelson, I think they would have liked to have got him out on loan as well, but that, that didn't didn't that didn't seem to happen. So so maybe we're looking at next season. If these two have a good six months at the clubs playing Premier football week in, week out, it could be ready a little bit more ready uh, next season next season because the fact of the, the matter is they've not been quite ready um, this season. I think we both, we can all agree that they needed a loan spell before this because you have a look at Smith Rowe. He had the loan spell about this time when he was, like when he, last season when he went to Huddersfield to come back a stronger bit of player. If we can get these two guys up and running, who, who knows? I've got a little feeling though in my, in my um, head that maybe Maitland-Niles is going to be... Um, transferred to give us a little bit of money somewhere to to put on someone else. That's my gut feeling on that. But who knows? And maybe even with Willock, maybe if he has a good loan spell, it could up his transfer value. So it's a it's a 50-50 what's going to happen there. It'd be interesting to see what happens with those two guys. Especially if we've got a couple of under coming up as well, which which we're rumoured to have. So we will see, you know. And also, I've got to say this now, Balligan, um, I heard today, has not signed any agreements with anybody. So we've now got six months to convince him that Arsenal is the place to, to come and play. Well, I hope whether we can convince him. Well, whether he's holding out for a free... free yeah. But then again, if he'd have signed the pre-contract, he would be going for free anyway. So there's still a possibility that we could still get him. So uh, let's hope that we can. And I think the way we can get him is get him into the first-team squad and... And I, hopefully we can, because I think there is a player in him as well. Absolutely. Harry, a good point has come in. Um, where is it here now? That good that I can't remember what I've done with it. Um, it was basically saying, I mean, like, uh, Maitland-Niles has gone out on loan. Do you not find it weird that he's gone out on loan now to West Brom, but we could have sold him for £20 million? I don't quite... I, I, um, I wrote a piece about it today where I called it I called him collateral damage of the the tactical development of this team. So I think that at the beginning of the season, having just won the FA Cup and seeing Maitland-Niles playing as a kind of left wing back and doing that role really, really well, I felt like Mikel Arteta did genuinely feel that he could offer something to the side. I think as things have developed and Mikel Arteta has eventually changed the system, which I think we can all agree had to happen because we're playing a lot better now. I think Maitland-Niles was just collateral damage of that. And and that's why, you know, it's easy to look back and say we should have taken the 15 million. In hindsight, of course we should have. But I don't think that the way it's gone for Maitland-Niles was, was planned or was deliberate or anything like that. I, I don't know why he's gone to West Brom. I, I, I know yeah. that he wanted Someone to go to there. Sorry now to interrupt. But that's the comment I was looking for. Someone yeah. put in there that we're a fan of the loan, but not of the destination. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why he has gone to West Brom. I know he wanted to go to Leicester and Arsenal didn't want that to happen, understandably so. And we know that Southampton were interested and Southampton had real issues trying to negotiate with his agent, which suggests that actually Maitland-Niles probably didn't want to go there. I don't get that. I don't get why you would want to go to a side who, first of all, Maitland-Niles is deluded if he thinks that just because they've told him he can play in midfield, that means it's the right move. Because West Brom bypassed their midfield. They don't play football. It goes from the back to the front. 
from the back to the front, straight route one, Sam Allardyce football we're talking about. He's not going to get on the ball and dictate play in that team. He's not even going to get on the ball because they hardly have it. So for me, this is one of those those low moves that I think could actually go the other way. But is that why? Is that why Big Sam brought him in? Does he want to start playing that way? I can't see Big Sam with what's he got twenty? What's he got eighteen games left to try and save that team? I can't see him all of a sudden trying to play a new way. I, I just I don't get that move. I feel like Maitland Niles. A lot of people have been talking about him playing regularly so he can go to the Euros. The only chance Ainsley Maitland-Niles has of getting on that plane is if he gets taken because of his versatility, because he can play at right back, because he can play at centre mid, because he can play at left back. That's the only logical reason that Gareth Southgate would look at him and what he's done so far this season and say, yeah, you're, you're on the plane as a backfiller because in tournament football, things can change very quickly. That's the only reason. But to make that move... I'm a little bit disappointed in the club as well that they've let that happen because, and the fact that they have probably suggested to me that they don't really uh, rate him anymore and he's not in the plans because that move is not going to do his development any good. I just, I can't see it, honestly. It is a strange one, I have to say. It is a strange one. I don't want to be too harsh on the kid, but I don't think even, I don't think even game time at West Brom would get him a seat um in the euro squad I, I i don't think so um but like you say you're 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 dead right on saying that you know it's the versatility that would get him on the plane uh dan how do you feel about willock and uh Ainsley mate and i was going out on loan i think it's a loan move that willock needs 100 percent. i think he needs yeah. to play football so Absolutely. i think that he can prove himself to be a good player or not good enough for Arsenal. I think that's that's the reality, the harsh reality of it. With Maitland Niles, I'm a little bit disappointed because I've always wanted to see him in the midfield. I don't particularly think our midfield is, I actually think it's the weakest area of our squad. So I would have liked to have seen him play there a few times. I think he's got the legs. I think he's got the athleticism and I like his attributes. I actually think he's got the uh, good uh, the attributes to be a fullback. A lot of people disagree and think that he's a midfielder, but I don't think anybody can judge that because they haven't seen him play there enough. For me, getting him on the plane <clears throat> is uh, the only way he's going to have any chance of doing that is by leaving Arsenal because he's not, clearly not in Arteta's plans. So I totally get why he wants to go. I can understand why Arsenal didn't want to le- uh, send him to Leicester because they're rivals for uh, European places. And I can on- also understand why he does want to go to Southampton because um, they've told him that they want cover for fullback and he doesn't want to play at fullback. So West Brom was the only other option and he needs to play football and he fancies his chances to get into the midfield at West Brom. I think it's an okay move for him because although he might not see much of the ball and play pretty football, what he will do is it will toughen him up. And I think although Maitland-Niles is already strong and he's got quite bulkier, I think it will only do him good. It's tough and Smith row up playing in a horrible side like Huddersfield and West Brom ain't a pretty side to play against. So I think it might be an okay move for him. I agree with Harry that I don't think he's going to be playing pretty football and getting on the ball and and doing what nice tick attack of football. But I do believe that it will be an okay move for him because he'll be playing every week and it's experience for the kid who is still only 22, 23. So he's not young, 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 but he's not old, old. So I think it will be an okay one and I'm okay with it. But I'm with Lee though. I, I, I look at the paper thin squad already and I think getting rid of those two I don't see what we're doing there um, with our squad's strength in depth because I think that we may have to kind of bring a couple of under 23s up again now. Um, so we'll see what happens. Well, that could be a good thing. Um, yeah, it could seeing be. Yeah. what's happened, you know, what's happened um, with the other one. So we'll just bring this one in. Obviously, this doesn't include Lee Judges. Um, thank you, Alexander, <laughs> um, for your $2 uh, donation. Great, mature, informative, as always. 
Thanks, folks. That's about me, Harry, and Dan, obviously. Um, here we are. I said to get some questions in. Um, this one's from uh, Pids1990. A question for Lee Judges. Once fan can go again properly, will you sign my shirt for me, please? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you want the autograph? Oh my god! <laughs> no problems whatsoever, like you know. I'll even bring the pen. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a good point, Lee. I want to bring this one in. No bed knobs and broomsticks. No, that's not what I wanted. Um, oh, yeah, well, it does that. Uh, <laughs> this one comes in from Omar, uh, and he says that lone Eddie and replacing with Balogun. That could have been done, but obviously it's not, is it? So, uh, but yeah, I'd like that. Oh, okay. Um, this one comes in from Texas Gunner. Lee hoarding those Amazon packages in the back, though. What's in the boxes, Lee? Show the people. He hasn't opened them for about six months of podcasts. I know they've been there. there. I know. <laughs> they're um, they're for show. You know, like people buy books. I buy Amazon boxes. There you go. Like, you know? <laughs> I think we've Lee. I love you. Uh, oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Cheers, mum. Um, yeah. Scunny, I agree with you. Um, totally. Uh, what's that? What's Scunny? What has Scunny said? Oh, what, Scunny, what Scunny said? Who oh, would want oh, Lee Judge's autograph? Oh, 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 Lee, can you come stand next to me at Burnley? Yeah, that'd be yeah. really nice to spend some with you at Burnley. Tony says yeah. no chance of an autograph. Judges can't even write. <laughs> How many beers has Fane had? Do you know what I mean? How many beers has he had today? Like, you know what I mean? Dear, oh dear. This one comes in from Karen Lawrence. Do you think that Pepe needs a run of games uh, before we can before he can really be judged? Uh, Harry, we'll co- no, we'll start with Lee on that one, and we'll go round. Um, I think he's doing really well the last few games. He's, pl- he's played well in the last two games to set up a base for him to start playing well. No excuses now. He's got, his next three or four games, he's, he's got to perform like he has. Um, I still feel it's a little bit harsh because we judge him as a £72 million player, which he's not. He was never a £72 million player. But uh, I think that his last two games have definitely given him a base to go forward. It's now in his hands. But I will say this, he worked fantastically well the other day. He did. Uh, Harry, what, what about you? I think well, I think he can really cement himself a place um, if he carries on the way he's going. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of talent. I think we've always known that he's got the talent. We've seen glimpses of it since he's come to Arsenal. But we've seen two back-to-back performances now where he's really, really shown it. And he's just such a difficult player to defend against, isn't he? You know he's going to cut inside most of the time. But he's so tricky that it's not always easy to deal with it. I think he's very much a confidence player. And I think the fact that he is on a, a decent little run, I think is going to help him. I just hope he doesn't get taken out of the team and replaced um, for someone else and, and he gets a sort of kick in the backside. If he does get taken out, it has to be very clearly explained that it is a rotational thing. Um, it, look, it's encouraging because he played well the other day. William played quite well when he came on. I know a lot of Arsenal fans have been getting onto him because he had that shot blocked, which is absolute nonsense, by the way. But the fact that those two are starting to look a little bit better, obviously helps. And I know there's, you guys are worried about the squad being a bit thinned out. If we've lost Willock, um, you know, and, and Maitland-Niles, who are potentially midfielders, and we've brought Erdegaard in, then we've only really lost one in that area. And centre-backs, we were overloaded anyway. So it's not that much of a kind of blow. You've got to think that two of, two of the four so-called Deadwood that have gone out weren't even registered to play for us. Um, 
this season as well. So I know I drifted oh, off the pivot. Brilliant thing. point. Brilliant point. No, you haven't, but you know, it's good though. You know, old wiser and wiser have missed that. Um, <laughs> Dan, I'll come to you with this one, mate. Uh, what do you think? This one comes in from Lee. Thanks very much. Um, a good follower of mine on Twitter, actually. Uh, like having an old debate with Lee. What do you guys think our set as target was at the start of the season by the board regarding his league place? Good question. Mm. Uh, top four, I think. Yeah, I think, I he's, to I I think he was that. top four. Um, I know it was crazy because obviously become eighth, but I think that FA Cup run, I think with Thomas Party signing and the Gabriel deal, um, for me, getting Sabayas and Willian, who in my opinion hasn't worked, I think they would say that they got them the, the players that uh, Arteta wanted. And I think they expected to get or at least compete for the top four. But let's hope we can, like, like you boys um, think. I hope that we can also go for the top four and just go, just start winning games and go, like, keeping this run going. You know, that's all I want now. And I think that if he can turn around at the end of the season and show where we're trying to go and the fans are convinced that where we're going is right, then I think it's a start. I think at the moment, there's still a little bit hit and miss with the Mikel Arteta. People still not convinced. Some people want him out. Some people love him. And I think well, everybody awesome, needs to man. try. And, just, it is, mate. Just... We need to try and get on the same page with him. And I think that the only way he's going to do that is by winning games. So Absolutely. top four yeah. was, the, was the answer to the question, mate. I think top four. Uh, Lee, this one comes in from Clement. Uh, do, you remember the, do you remember from Arsenal Fans TV... Uh, the man with the long hair, like a pirate. Where is he? I think he's, he's <laughs> talking about he's, he's talking about bully. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah unfortunately, his mum, his mum was really ill. Last time I spoke to him was Crystal Palace um, away uh, a couple of years ago now. Like, and his mum was really ill. He was looking after his mum, so I don't really know what um, what's going on there. He couldn't couldn't go to games because he was looking after his mum. Oh, so um, I, I don't know what's. I, I, but I haven't I haven't seen or heard of bully for a while. So. It's a shame. I liked him. Uh, nah, right, good guy. Very. Uh, didn't give you know, a shit very... what people thought of him, did he? Nah. That's, that's what I loved about him so much. Um, I can tell you. I can tell you a fantastic story if we've got a couple of secs about him. Yeah, go know. for it. Yeah. All right. Um, well, when he was going to Spurs one day, um, they put a price on his head. Anybody that can can beat up bully, they give him. You know, like there was a money to beat him up and all that. Like, you know. So uh, anyway. Um, He'd asked uh, Robbie to give him a lift down to the ground. So Robbie said, "Yeah, yeah, no worries, like yeah." So he, so uh, thinking about it, Robbie goes, "Oh, there's this leading price on his head and all that, like you know." And I'm I'm taking him to the ground. He's a little bit worried, like you know. So in gets bully in his pirate's gear and all that, like, and gets in the back. So there's like some loads of movement and everything like that. <laughs> when he come out, he'd, he'd taken all his pirate gear off, and he was just like a normal person, like you know what I mean? Really. So, yeah, so the, and like no one could recognise him, like so he never went in as the pirate, and he and he survived. <laughs> you know, getting onto that, right? How does Ty get away with that going to Spurs? He, is he, he the same? Yeah, he changes. Change, yeah, yeah, the yeah. only game he ever changes is he is his Spurs um, away, and he goes as a normal person. And when you see him in his normal normal gear, he looks completely different. So that's how he gets away with it, like yeah. Oh, Tony, Tony Fine, definitely had too many drinks. Look at this guy here. What's going on here? Tony, welcome, Tony, welcome to the welcome to the the good side, mate. Welcome, Cheers, welcome, mate. To the positivity. Judges have a word. You know him well. Judges, Judges what's going on here? Do you know what? I might get you on next week. Judges might have a day off for rotation. Oh, no, that'd be great.
<laughs> and he's obviously not allowed to have too many, you know, because um, obviously the pubs ain't open like. So uh, he's obviously having a few sneaky halves at, at work. And uh, it's either that or he's uh, he's on the wine gums because he can't handle his drink. There you go. <laughs> this is actually a good one. Uh, what do we hey, think of Salah? He's very sensible. He's definitely on the beer. <laughs> Michael Grayson, um, did you see Salibur's comments today? Uh, he might not make it at Arsenal. Uh, I think I read something about, didn't he? He was unhappy with his uh, opportunity to play, Lee. Um, it doesn't look like this guy is going to make it here. Uh, for yeah. whatever reason it is, there's something, you know, I do not know what is going on with this boy. No, None of us can sit here and say, oh, it's this, it's that, it's this. It's a really strange one, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think that once he gets 90 minutes under his belt, uh, 90 minutes, gets 60, 60, gets six months under his belt at a club, playing first-team regular football, I think then we'll see what he's like. I think that, we, you know, he hasn't played for a few months. It's tough, you know, I mean, he's 19 years of age. I think, like, you know, what's there ain't that many centre-halves that make it at 19 years of age, you know, unless you're right top, top notch. So... You know, I don't know where Van Dyke was when he was 19, you know, uh, but he wasn't certainly playing for Liverpool then, you know. So he went to Celtic and then then on to that, uh, then Southampton, then on to Liverpool. So I think, you know, uh, like, I, I don't think this needs to be rushed. It's, it's one for the future. Get him the game time that he needs in France. He may be like he needs a loan in England after this before coming, coming through. So I, I don't think he needs to be rushed. I think there's always this... You know, because we signed him for a lot of money, you know, it's an investment. And I think, you know, let's, let's take the time with him and get him the game time that he needs and then we see where we go from there. Harry, would you agree with Lee on that? Um, I think too much no, has been made. Of... Not. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying I disagree with Lee. I, I actually think that Saliba probably isn't ready to play for Arsenal at the moment. And I think him going out on loan probably was the right thing. But I just want to kind of talk about the comments because... The comments he made, I think that there's too much being made of them. He he basically said that when he got signed for 30 million euros, he didn't expect to come to Arsenal and not even be part of the squad. That's all he said. And he said that that impacted him. Um, you know, he, he felt a little bit down about it, about being overlooked. Who wants a player that doesn't want to play? What? professional player wouldn't feel like that in his shoes you get signed on a mega fee you get sent back out on loan for the first season fine that's part of the agreement and then when you do eventually join the club he would have been buzzing when he came to Arsenal thinking you know I'm part of the first team squad I've been signed for big money and then all of a sudden for whatever reason I mean, and you know Mikel Arteta says that the development hasn't been there for whatever reason we don't like Craig said at the beginning we don't really know what the ins and outs of it are but those comments for me they're normal you know, I expect a player to be disappointed when he's left out of the squad. I don't, ex and I expect him to want to prove a point to Arsenal now that they made a mistake. I think that's perfectly normal, and and I'm not really reading into those comments as any sort of indicator about his future. Mm. Dan, what about you, mate? I, I agree, I think I tend to agree with Lee. Really, there, there is real no, you know, there is no real rush with him, is there? Surely, I mean, he's still a, he's still, what is he, twenty, twenty one? Mm, I think he's. I don't even think he's twenty. Oh, he's he's that, isn't he? I think he's eight. Yeah, nine, I think he's nineteen, nine. nearly twenty. So, yeah. listen, he had a great season on loan. At, sorry, a great season at Sanetti on loan. 
And I thought it was strange to rush him back to play against MK Dons and make him miss the final of the French Cup if they're never going to use him. Uh, something's happened there off the field, Craig, I think. And he's, he's for whatever reason, he's not ready to play. Um, five or six games now against Nice, four man of the matches. Sounds all right to me. If he not keeps bad. that form, then he might be all right. Um, I haven't seen enough of the lad, to be honest with you. He's been highly rated, hasn't he? Um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm with the lads. I think that at the moment, believe it or not, there's actually a lot of competition for who plays centre-back at the moment because Holden and Louise are playing well. Gabriel hasn't done much wrong. He's caught COVID and can't get back in the side. Pablo Marie is uh, injured uh, and he's going to be back now, <laughs> finding it hard to get back in. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's a position that we, we, we are desperate for at the moment. Um, so I'm OK with it. I think the comments that Harry's spot on, I think everybody makes a massive deal out of it, don't they? But he's basically said he's disappointed he didn't manage to get some game time. So he's gone out to see what he can do at Nice and let's hope he does well. Absolutely. I don't know. Can anyone back this up? This is coming here um, from Robert. <laughs> what do you think about the late Diego Costa rumours? I heard is, Spurs. That's what I someone, heard. Is that true? Spurs. I heard I that we were just hearing that a top six club apparently had, had offered him a chance to sign for them to the end of the season. I don't know. As League rightly says, we're 10th. Um, if I was Wolves, I'd be all over that. By yeah, I'd be all over it if I was Wolves. Yeah. Do you know what? Right? Diego Costa is one of them players who I always thought was a bastard, but I always wanted him to be our bastard. I, 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 I loved him. I loved the way he, he roughed people up. I loved the way he got into people's heads before the game had even started. I... What would anyone agree? Would would we like to see him here for even if it was just for six no, months? Not, not now, because I think like two, three years ago, I, I watched him at um Athletico the last few times. It looks like he was gone past his sell by date, you know. So that's my opinion. But um Yeah. Danny from the Burkamp Wonderland says I wouldn't let Diego put my bins out. Can you put that comment up, Craig, from Ozzy Guna? <laughs> He's a Mourinho player. That's true, right? You know what I mean? Where is it? Here it is. Yeah. Uh, who's <laughs> just been? Pablo injured Arsenal's wallet too severely and won't be back for the rest of the season. Not <laughs> 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 a conspiracy going around that um, uh, <laughs> Harry isn't playing anymore because we've got to pay up the 900 grand. I had a bit of a laugh at that on Twitter and got me caught me some whoppers. But I mean, Lee, I know this rumour is going around, but we've got to pay the 900 grand. It's not as if, you know... We're not going to pay it because he's going to play again. Surely that's not the reason why he's why he's not playing. Well, I reckon it is. I, I honestly, listen. He was out with a with a with a minor calf strain. You know what I mean? Tight like, strain, you know, wasn't it? Uh, tight. Strain. Strain. Yeah. I, what happened was the the, the physio come round and injected him, like you know what I mean, <laughs> to make him miss games. You know what I mean? Like you know, with a Cronkay, um I don't know, cinnamon. I don't know thing that makes you have a dead, oh, dead yeah, leg. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, so I don't know. It just seems funny that he played nine games, right, and he was playing well. And all of a sudden, on the 10th the game, when he's supposed to be, uh, we have to play the first 900,000, he's injured. And now, he's as, quite, as Harry quite rightly said, he's back in contention on the 1st of February. He can not make it up. You couldn't make it up. <laughs> Oh, another good week of uh, total therapy there, boys. Um, an absolute pleasure to talk to you every Monday um, about what's going on um, about our club. Thank you very much. Every much. Thank you very much for everyone in the chat box. 
up to 760 of you watched us live this evening. Um, right, absolutely thank amazing. Thank, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, everyone, for your kind donations um, that you've put in. Thanks to just coming and being with us, because like I said, um, if even if it's just one of you there watching, we'll, we'll carry on doing it. So thank you ever so much for your support. Hopefully we'll go on um, and get three points tomorrow. Lee, let's get a quick uh, let's get a quick score reaction for you. Two two nil to the Gunners. Like it, uh, Harry. One nil, Arsenal. One nil to the Arsenal. Dan. Two one Arsenal. Two one Arsenal. I'm gonna go. 3-1 Arsenal. I'll go one more. 3-1 Arsenal. I just want to say that means by next week, because we're playing Villa, right? Harry's going for a draw. All right, Harry, you're going for a draw for Villa. <laughs> I know what you're doing, Harry. Harry, any podcast uh, after this one? Yeah, nine o'clock. Uh, Adrian Clark's joining me to look at the transfer window and Arsenal's recent revival so yeah come over to the chronicles of laguna and check can it out can you, yeah. can you ask me a, can you ask a question for me go on <laughs> would you would you say ask him if he'd be delighted to get seven points from the next three games that's all i want to know <laughs> i'll ask him ask him and if he says yes i will laugh my ass off <laughs> <laughs> once again thanks very much people for coming along massive support thanks for everyone who's listening to us on spotify itunes amazon music people watching us on YouTube, Twitter. And of course, thanks for everyone who's listening to us on the catch-up. If you haven't already, just before we go, if you'd like to hit that like button for me, uh, for us, it really helps us um, get into that, um, what's the word? What's that section on the right-hand side? It's, the loot, it's, it's left me now. Uh, related content, any related Arsenal content, uh, we'll, be in, we'll, we'll get in there and, and more people will be able to see the podcast. So if you can like us, um, that will be... Uh, very much appreciated. This one, just before we go, someone's put in Patrick Van Arnholt, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Have we heard anything? Well, we're linked with him, weren't we? But I can't see that happening. Can't see anything but... happening now, can you? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you just don't Roy know, Hodgson, do you? Roy Hodgson was um, was very adamant today that he, he wasn't going anywhere and there's been yeah. no offer. Okay, we'll see you all next Monday. Dan, we got a team talk coming on Friday? Uh, yeah, Friday we'll be back in usual time, 7 o'clock. It's nice that Harry's done his Mikel Arteta hairstyle just in time for Adrian Clark. Look at that, look. I wondered why his <laughs> hairstyle was getting like that. Look at that. He's copying our boss. He's getting just what? like the manager. He's talking about like like the managers. His hair's like bloody Lego. This is this moves. Look, this moves. I'm <laughs> jealous of Harry's it's hair. Got there. You know what I mean? got I'm just jealous. Mine's Absolutely jealous. Don't know how to do it. Must be that Mediterranean diet. That's what it is. Sun, olive oil. It's the one, mate. That's it. And of course, if you haven't watched last week's uh, great show that Dan done um, last week, uh, the transfer one that he done with twenty-three guests. I think Dan was it. Yeah, it was tough, man. But thanks, yeah. everyone, for coming on. And cheers to you, Craig, for letting me do that. It was great. That's all right, really mate. Do as you want. Um, I really enjoy your stuff you do. It's great. It's great to have some more content on the channel. Um, and it was a bloody good show. Until we see you all next Monday, take care of yourselves and each other. And up the Arsenal. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.